Okay, good morning everyone. A uh, very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is our opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can uh, for today's trading opportunities. So these markets, as you're probably aware, are grappling a couple of different narratives at the moment. Um, and it remains to be seen which narrative is going to win out. Um, so hence a lot of the, the indecision that we've seen over the last couple of days with all eyes looking at tomorrow's US CPI numbers. So let's get straight into it then. We'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself uh, with our risk warning currently up on screen. Good morning, everyone. Another very dark, cold morning. Uh, we're in the, well, hopefully we're a few more weeks now and we're beginning to come out of the winter period but it's um yeah it's it's just mentally it's a kind of a tough time of the year isn't it uh, nonetheless let's get through it um so all profitable traders need to consider of course which markets to trade trade selection um just an important sort of fundamental basis on which you you're, you're picking the markets that you're looking to trade uh where do you then enter those markets where do you exit um uh, not just talking about stop loss, of course, but also talking about profitable exits as well. Um, how to manage risk, risk management and trade management, two different things, both very important elements and trend psychology. Like this market has its own psychology right now in terms of indecision. And um, if we know that that's the case, which which we do, and, and obviously what, we, uh, what, what we've been sort of trying to navigate um, it, it lowers your expectations a little bit because you know if you get into a trade, then you'd, you'd want to be sort of pretty active in terms of perhaps taking profits um, because uh, the indecision is just uh, is kind of rife through these markets at the minute. So we address these live these considerations live every day in our trade rooms, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach. If we're chopping and changing what we're looking for and, and how we get into trades all the time. It's very difficult, not just for yourselves, for us as well. Um, so we are advocates of whatever strategy you're adopting, try to apply a high degree of consistency uh, in your decision-making. And then you can learn and you find out over time, you know, which things you need to kind of focus on. Uh, but these are broadly the, the, the main areas to focus. Accuracy with the levels you use. When we, when we talk about a price of entry, um, or a stop loss or a profitable exit, then they're normally um, technical levels that we can verify and they're very precise and accurate by nature. Uh, sorry, and the last thing, of course, is uh, discipline with your, with your capital uh, and be patient. So have some control over your exposure, especially in these markets, these indecisive markets. Okay, so let's get straight into it then. We'll start with a review of um, potential market moving news. So, is there anything in today's markets that are likely to impact our decision making? Yesterday, we heard from Fed Chair Jerome Powell, um, you know, about the importance of, of the Fed being an independent institution and uh, uh, the actual title of the 
the panel discussion was central bank independence and the mandate evolving views so a strong focus on the inflation side of things as far as um so powell powell says the fed used its tools innovatively uh, in recent crisis um i think uh asleep at the wheel was probably the uh the phrasing that we would use certainly when you started to see inflation um you know 13 14 15 months ago start to ramp up you know all these central banks were saying oh it's just transitory it's uh it's it's not structural by any stretch and we'll be back to normal in no time and obviously we kind of peaked at 9.1 percent so that's a considerable multiple on terms of what what the fed are targeting which is two percent so um yeah so interesting kind of rhetoric really uh, today now, Wednesday the 11th of January, um, we've had uh, Australian uh, CPI numbers, uh, a slight uptick. We were expecting a little uptick, um, but we are, oops. Okay. Okay, so, um, okay, this is an annual figure. Okay, and it's only recorded over the last three, three years. Okay, so, um, yeah, so just coming in slightly higher than expected, really, for the Australian economy. We'll have a look at the Aussie in a second. But like I alluded to earlier, all eyes are really focusing on this event now here tomorrow. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that for one thirty. It's going to be interesting to see if we've got two competing narratives, and I'll explain what those narratives are now. Um, so, yeah, tomorrow, keep a close eye, one thirty p.m., uh, tomorrow, Thursday, the 12th of, of January. Uh, let's get these charts up. Excuse me. Um, right. So, so look, this is what we've this is what we've been dealing with so far this week, which is, um, and let's say it's it's very uninspiring uh, price action, really. It's, it's, it's a little bit indecisive. Um, some of these are hourly charts, of course. So we've broadly got quite in, indecisive markets. I mean, there's no, no major surprise in that, really, to be fair. Uh, let's start with what's going on with the US indices. Um, so the two competing narratives are on one side, we have um, that inflation's coming down that the Fed will, uh, will will pause at sort of around 5% and then they'll start to reduce interest rates once uh, things get tough for the economy. That's kind of one narrative that's likely to play out um, with, uh, with bond yields lowering. And it's probably worth bringing in bond yields at this point because they've, uh, they're much, much calmer. You know, we're seeing this, this strong rollover to the downside uh, for US bond yields. So that's taken a bit of pressure out. And as a result, that would likely support um, these particular markets to the upside. You know, the idea of a, the Fed are going to pivot their, their pretty um, relentless pursuit to try and get on top of inflation. Now, Thursday's 6.5% uh, inflation number would probably support that narrative. Now, the opposite is also true. 
Um, if inflation doesn't quite come down in line with expectations, we know we've got a very strong jobs market, which is a problem for the Fed. And um, there's some economic indicators which are proving um, uh, broadly quite positive. So we, we, we've got quite a strong consumer in the US, uh, relatively strong market, although there's areas of weakness. Um, and um, it seems to be coping well with these rate hikes. Now, you won't get the full extent of these rate hikes. You know, they take a period of time to filter through the economy. But um, um, as things currently stand, things are looking um, mildly positive for the US economy, which means that the Fed can probably raise rates uh, to a higher level uh, and probably stay there for longer. And um, the idea is that the Fed can bring about this kind of soft landing. Um, so the idea that the fed will look to raise rates and stay higher for longer is is broadly not not great conditions they're tightening conditions for markets so there'd be a bit of a down downward um uh, pressure on these markets so are, are the fed going to pivot or are they going to stay higher for longer that's ultimately debate and we can look at different indicators and things like that to sort of help support um Certainly, we're in the NASDAQ trade to the upside as things currently stand. Uh, so we're in a bit of profit on it. But you can see yesterday we finished quite strong. Today now we're just rolling over off the highs. So it, between now and tomorrow lunchtime, you know, we would have to think if we were if we were in charge of a big multi-billion billion dollar fund, um, would we be willing to stick our neck out? And, and make a decision prior to tomorrow's CPI numbers, the answer is probably not. We, we'd probably want to see what we're dealing with. Um, is inflation coming down to a significant level? And the nature of that inflation improvement, is it is it purely uh, energy and, and, and food? Um, uh, which is the, 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 the low-bearing fruit, so to speak. So really, we're talking about the structural uh, inflation beyond that. And what happens if uh, if if oil prices shoot up to $100 again? You know, we back on to the upside for inflation. So um, these markets are really grappling with with this very sort of almost basic uh, question. We still got inverted markets, so it still indicates that a recession is coming, and there's more and more anticipation that that recession will be uh, will be softer perhaps than we would ordinarily anticipate okay so what do we have to trade that's the big question for us well yesterday finished quite positive in the end after monday's really strong reversal so we're at this period with these industry markets where there's a distinct sort of lack of clarity really with them We'd probably anticipate a bit further upside really going into tomorrow's CPI numbers. But um, it's so precarious. Uh, sideways moving patterns for the FTSE. The, the DAX is reversing off its highs. We are sort of technically above that level. So a bit of, bit of a relief relate. A lot of resistance around these current levels, uh, previous high, sorry, previous lows in and around this little zone here. So it does give an opportunity for sellers to come into this market and start selling a little bit. Um, 
but certainly above yesterday's high, you'd expect sort of further upside over the course of the trading day. At the moment, we're not really getting that high just yet. The Nikkei is kind of bouncing off these lows and still probably get some mild little bounce to the upside on the Nikkei. The, the Dow Jones, it's in a bit of a sideways pattern. Uh, sorry, Bitcoin. We're moving sideways. Um, as you can see over the last couple of weeks, a little bit of a, a, a bullish bias to this market. We're up at nearly 17,500 now. So, indices, do we have any clarity? The answer is no, not really. Uh, let's wait and be patient on that. Uh, commodities. So, yesterday our bias was to the downside. We, we Nothing really stuck to the downside. As you can see, we finished broadly um, without making any real progress. There's that indecision again in, in other major markets. Uh, today, there's nothing to, to really work with. So the price action over the last three, four days is very indecisive. It's looking like it's just wanting to consolidate around that $74, $75 level. So gold has been on this little march to the upside. Um, it's not really given us any decent opportunity to get into it. Um, I suppose at the beginning of the year before we were back, uh, we had a, a nice pullback followed by some continuation to the upside. So you could maybe have got in on the pullback back to the uh, 1830 level. But, you know, we're just relentlessly just grinding higher. There's a lot of indecision in there, but broadly just making higher highs and uh, and higher lows, more importantly. So we've got a bit of... Uh, Perhaps a, a very mild bit of resistance uh, up at these slightly higher levels. Again, this is one of these situations like we, we, we'll, we'll have a look at the, the dollar now in some detail. Um, <coughs> we'll see how much genuine strength there is for the dollar. So we'll come back to gold. Bear with me. So. So after such a you know a big move for a couple of days, we're, we're currently up at strong resistance levels again for the um, for the euro dollar. Um, and yesterday and certainly today, we're not getting any huge support really in terms of that dollar weakness. Um, and will we get will we get a dollar weakness move between now and and tomorrow afternoon? It's it's um it's a tough call. We we might do. It's really depending to see how these industry markets react and if they do react and, and what direction do they start moving in. So the dollar could be a risk off trade if there's a bit of anxiety about tomorrow's CPI numbers. If we're heading towards a positive news, which we, which we, um, which we would anticipate a positive market reaction off the back of tomorrow's inflation numbers, um, then we'd probably see the indices push higher and perhaps the, the dollar continue to weaken. So we're currently on that indices higher and dollar weakness track, let's say. Dollar yen just been sideways now for three, four weeks. Oh, yeah, about three weeks. Yeah, three, nearly four weeks. Uh, dollar Swiss trading at these important lows. So if that dollar does weaken, we'll probably see this flush trade below the uh, the 9200, which is the monthly low in the dollar Swiss. Currently, we're just above it. 
Same situation with the dollar CAD. Our, our bias is definitely to the downside. Um, we'd probably expect these markets down to these previous highs, previous lows. And if the, the 200 period moving average is coming to meet it as well, around the 30, 3200 or 32.20 level. So plenty more downside, but you can see we're just trading above those important levels as we speak. So broadly, just we thought we'd get some uh, confirmation on the dollar there on, on Monday. We get some continuation and all of that sort of began to turn around. And um, precarious price action to sort of base any solid decisions on so far today uh, and yesterday. So. And again, the, the reason for this indecision is is purely down to uh, the fact that these markets are now focusing on tomorrow's CPI, it seems. That seems to be the um, catalyst for any kind of move. Now, we might get a preparatory move today, i.e. the indices might push higher or they might actually weaken going into tomorrow's news, except most of these markets have done nothing spectacular already this week. So are they likely to move now? when we're probably 24, 26, 28 hours away from uh, that particular event. Uh, we'd probably suggest not, but we have to monitor them and see where, where the opportunities lie. So we're still getting that, that yen weakness as well in these markets. Um, do we have enough to kind of work with? These are kind of pulled back off the lows. So we'd be looking for that yen strength to actually kick in perhaps around the uh, the 50 period moving average and see if there's a, actually a selling opportunity in these markets. But at the moment, they're proving quite resilient. Um, so we went back to gold. Uh, you know, gold is a beneficiary of dollar weakness and there is mild dollar weakness. So it does support some further upside. Um, we just probably need a, a decent opportunity to get into it. So uh, I'm sorry to say again, see a lot of these markets are just in these little, little sideways patterns uh, across the board. So it's really down to us as traders to identify what these market conditions are doing and, you know, trying to work out what the market's dealing with. And it's these two narratives that we keep explaining. Um, and, uh, there's a bit of conflict. So when you get this indecision, it is better off waiting as to whether you get you get a breakout to the upside uh, or to the downside. And at the moment, like there's plenty of room to, to, to for these markets to roll lower. But if we get above these these levels to the upside, you know we've got a nice big potential move up to these highs up here um, as well to to consider. So we've got once we break out of this little range. We could actually go with a, a, a trade decision in either direction. So I guess we have to call it as we see it, which is um, which is broadly in, indecisive. So let's let's work with that, guys. We're, we're not going to, I suppose, create moves when we don't really have those sort of high probability trades to look at. So um, let's just amend, make some amendments here. 
market summary we've gone from mixed to mixed uh, so mixed indecisive market conditions now we're not even looking for the um Right. So Okay, so I'm afraid our trade plan um, is is a bit sparse today. So uh, the market summary, we've just broadly got quite mixed indecisive market conditions. Uh, I suppose the, the bond markets are kind of supporting a bit of upside in the indices, but broadly, um, and, and we are actually technically in the NASDAQ to the upside. We were able to stay in that trade yesterday because of our the placement technical placement of our stop loss that kept us in the trade and uh, it did start to turn positive last night um, we'd expect further upside probably between now and tomorrow but you know like we say that there's currently there are reasons to trade the US indices and the dollar in both directions so again be careful today um, we just don't have those high probability trading opportunities to work with and uh, do be mindful that these markets are now awaiting tomorrow's cpi numbers so um that's what's likely to provide volatility to these markets and like we said if we were if we were making these decisions would we be jumping into them today we probably would would want to just hold fire and, and that's really where we're at so i've just posted the um the trade plan into the chat box Sometimes it's important to know when not to trade rather than when to trade. Um, these are those conditions which are precarious to say the least. Um, there's arguments to support buy trades, there's arguments to support sell trades, and it depends which, um, how much conviction you have in either direction. And we don't have very much in either direction. We, 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 we're, we're quite willing to look for buying opportunities when they present themselves, but also some selling opportunities when they present themselves as well. And uh, at the minute, we're, we're kind of stuck between those two narratives. Great stuff, guys. Um, listen, we let you go. Thanks so much for joining us. There's our trade plan currently up on the screen. Uh, mixed indecisive market conditions currently. So just be careful. If you do get into a trade, there's no problem with getting into a trade. You know, trade smaller size. You know, don't, don't be too bullish. Don't be too aggressive with these markets. Um, trade small and then have smaller expectations on the upside. So you need to adapt with these market conditions that's what we find is a useful um, approach to make so on that note guys thanks so much for joining us we'll switch rooms now we'll switch over to our live trade room so those of you that want to join us see how we can um if we start seeing any moves across these indices and uh, and dollar markets then we'll look to position ourselves um accordingly but um at the moment it's not looking great in either direction 
So look, thanks very much for joining us. We trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m. for the European session and again at 12.45 for the U.S. trading session. So if you can join us for that, uh, do feel free to do so. And uh, for more information, just go to the live traderoom.com. From everyone here, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we'll switch rooms now, so we'll be over there in a couple of minutes. For everyone here, take care. Uh, speak to you soon. Bye for now.